This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. Across Canada, several First Nations have been impacted by wildfires raging across the country. Dan Karpinchuk reports on a battle in northern Alberta. The fire raging near Fort Chippewan near Lake Athabasca in northeastern Alberta has already destroyed several cabins. Miccosu Cree Chief Billy Joe Tuchero shared the news with his community after taking an aerial tour of the fire. He says the homes lost were part of the Devil's Gate Reserve. It's been a tough day. I, I, I can't believe what's going on. But we will be here in regards to doing everything to protect everybody. Meanwhile, firefighters from British Columbia, Yukon and the United States have already arrived in the region. And over the past couple of days, more than 200 firefighters arrived from South Africa. They, too, will deploy to parts of northern Alberta. And Chief Tuchero says he's been assured by Ottawa that any cabins that were lost at Devil's Gate will be rebuilt. He's also asked the federal government for military firefighting personnel, resources and equipment. The out-of-control fire near Fort Chippewan has grown aggressively for several days. The Miccosu First Nation, Fort Chippewan Métis Nation and the Athabasca First Nation were evacuated a week ago. Chief Alan Adam of the Fort Chippewan Métis Nation says it's been an emotional few days. And fighting back tears, he added, we're in Mother Nature's hands. There are about 50 wildfires in Alberta, about a dozen of them still out of control. For National Native News, I'm Dan Karpinchuk. Land in northeastern Washington purchased by the Kalispell Tribe for new tribal housing produced an unexpected find, rock ovens that were built 5,000 years ago. Steve Jackson reports an excavation is now underway to uncover more secrets of that ancient era. Kalispell Tribal archaeologist Kevin Lyons says analysis of the leftover charcoal at the site near the Ponderay River is providing insight into the diet and culture of the ancient people who lived there. And so salmon had to be imported or brought up from the Little Spokane. But this is 3,000 years ago. It's pre-horse, so people are packing this around, dried and processed. Bitterroot, most of the bitterroot that historically was taken by the Kalispell either came from the channeled scablands or came out of Montana. Uh, that's a long walk for something. These folks were connected to very distant places early on. Lyon says the tribe decided to partner with Washington State University for the excavation. Archaeology professor Shannon Tushingham says field school students from WSU and other schools are getting valuable experience in what is called cultural resource management, an industry where archaeologists are called on for assessments in advance of construction projects. So there's archaeologists that work for the Bureau of Land Management, Forest Service, all of these agencies, and they need people. And, and what's happening now with the infrastructure bill, there are, there's a huge um, need for trained archaeologists and very few trained archaeologists, especially after COVID. I haven't been able to have a field school for, for four years. Tushingham says the students are also learning to communicate more effectively with tribal members something archaeologists haven't always prioritized. Researchers will work to document as much of the ancient Kalispell site as they can before the housing development is completed. For National Native News, I'm Steve Jackson reporting from Spokane. In preparation for hurricane season, the United Home Nation is holding a drive through bundled items event this week for tribal citizens. Items have been donated to the tribe and will be given out, including food, COVID tests, hurricane preparedness kits, and feminine hygiene products. The distribution will take place Saturday in Houma, Louisiana. The majority of the tribe's 19,000 citizens live along the coastal bayous of southeast Louisiana, which has been hit hard by past hurricanes. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. 
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by the American Indian Higher Education Consortium, working to ensure tribal colleges and universities are included in our higher education system. Information on 37 tribal colleges and universities at AIHEC.org. Support by AARP. AARP creates and connects people to unique tools and programs, helps conserve personal resources, and tackles issues that matter most to individuals, families, and communities. More at AARP.org. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.